When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to A Court of Fairies and Fangirls. I'm Alex. And I'm Sarah. And this is a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast where we are obsessed with her books and can't stop thinking about them or talking about them. So we figured why not record us thinking and talking about it. We're going to break down chapters, go through each book separately, go into character analysis and any thoughts or kind of theories that we have about books, characters, plots, etc. And maybe play some fun games along the way. Exactly. So welcome and enjoy. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Alex. How are you? I am doing well. Um, trying to think what's going on in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, so I don't know if you saw the news lately. I've watched the news. Yeah. Aliens are real. I, okay. I have not had a moment to do anything. It's like, so let alone read about aliens. I've like seen peripherally, like there's stuff going on, but I haven't dug into it. No, there's like for real aliens out there. Um, I mean, I believe it. I will say I did have time to watch the, um, James Webb telescope mm-hmm. like documentary on Netflix. Yeah. And I was like, there are aliens. There like there has to be. Yes. Our universe is too big. Yes. Anyway. But there's aliens. But I saw this video that killed me. I was cracking up. But it's like all these people are like, I've been reading Alien Smut for years <laughs> and now they're real. So it's like our phase, like do do I just need to wait a few more years and like my dreams are gonna come oh true. Oh my god right i was dying i was like this is so amazing but so ridiculous but like hopeful like all all the feels on this one i don't really know how to feel (laughs) i here's the thing do i love my husband yes yes do i want a fey male to come and take me yes i i would i would i maybe initially fight it sure i'd be like oh no i'd be like enemies to lovers yes Yes? You're just going to take me away? Oh, I have no. no choice in the matter? Oh. What a hard life. Dang. I know. I guess I better make the best of it. I know. Oh, no. It makes me think of all the people that, like, go, have you seen the videos where people are, like, wandering through the woods and they're like, oh, is, is this the wall? Are, are you out there, Wolf <laughs> Tamlin? Like. <laughs> That'd be too funny. Oh, my gosh. But I'm just like. But, like, aliens are real. Like, literally, people have been writing books about, like, alien relationships and, like, all these whatever. Freaking ice planet barbarians. But, like, what if they are real? Like, right? It's such a crazy... Because it's, like... I hope so. Aliens are... (laughs) I know. But, like, aliens, it's, like, one of those things that, like, I kind of... I always thought there was, like, something out there. Yeah. It's, like, ghosts. Right. Demons. It's the paranormal. Aliens. Yeah, that paranormal world. Which is believable. But it's, like, the fae elf like all that know, kind of man. stuff it's like I, know. I think it's because I don't to your know. point you just ca- classified two different things you said paranormal versus like fantasy right and i think you assume things in this fantasy world cannot happen in this world by definition being right. fantasies yeah but like you know like there's so much lore in like europe about like little folk mm-hmm. you know there's lore about dragons and yeah. like asia like and i'm like it had to come from somewhere it had to come from somewhere I don't is know. there some truth? My fave prince, if you're out there. Oh. Sorry, Josh. I'm going. <laughs> okay. So there is, not to like it totally off topic. Yes. But there are certain people, like mm-hmm. celebrities. Yes. Where Richard and I will just both agree. Mm-hmm. If they asked either of us, mm-hmm. we say yes. Yeah. And it's fine. Yes. Gal Gadot was one of those people. Where mm-hmm. we're like... Gal Gadot, yeah, you say yes. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this is one of those circumstances mm-hmm. where it's like, Faye male, you just say yes. Yes. You just let it happen. <laughs> so anyway. I love that. an agreement there. 
oh, you know, so Sarah, mm-hmm. not to be dramatic. Yes. But I was thinking, mm-hmm. this episode might not like feel special. Yes. But in a way, it feels like the end of an era. An era? An era of us being neighbors. Oh, it is. I'm not trying to be like super feelsy. But it is. Yeah. And like, before anyone gets too concerned, I'm moving like... 30 minutes away. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're fine. Right, I think it's like 12 miles or something. <laughs> right. But. But. No, no more... Running over to grab books. No more like... Walking over to do podcasting? Yeah. We have to use cars now. What? I know. What is this life? It's stupid. <laughs> so I'm really excited about my new house, but um, I'm, I'm sad need, for us. I'm sad for us. And I'm going to need you to follow me. Yes. The way I followed you to this neighborhood, mm-hmm. your mission <laughs> is to find a house in your neighborhood. Is to find a house over in my neighborhood. <laughs> Here's the thing. The second I see a for sale sign come up from anybody, Sarah. You're just texting me. <laughs> immediately. And I will I will put together like PowerPoint like presentations <laughs> on why this is your future home and why we need to why you need to move. Like I love it. I'm sold. I will make it happen. Yes. Give me a year, people. <laughs> Give me one year and let's see what I can do. But um I'm just throwing that out there. I love that. But so like Everything's fine, but it's mm-hmm. going to be different. And I just felt like it needed to be acknowledged. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate yeah. the acknowledgement. It's been fun. I know. Would highly recommend living next door to your bestie, even if it's just for a short <laughs> period of time. I agree. It was a good three years. It was a great three years. Mm. Feels. Okay. I know. Happier feels. things. Happier things. Um. So I need to make a small addendum to my mm. rant. Not rant expressing emotions in our minisode about our cc3 gush on the cover reveal um i know i went a little hard on bloomsbury about all the different versions yeah but i feel like i need to add a caveat because i did just read an article they were saying part of the reason why bloomsbury was doing these like special editions was because they're trying to compete with amazon so Mm. amazon is trying to put all the booksellers out of market or out of business which like Screw you, Amazon. That's rude. Um, I love my bookstores. But like the exclusive editions get signed with these bookstores so that they can't be sold on Amazon. So people are much more likely to go to their local bookstore and buy these versions. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I see that. Because I get trying to compete with Amazon, trying to keep like bookstores in business. But like, couldn't we have just done like two versions like that you could like only get in the bookstores right i'm not gonna go like crazy into this ramp but i just like i needed to address it i didn't need to be like six totally different right it could have just been like two maybe two it's fine well and Mm -hmm. like walmart's on the list right i'm not trying to be picky i know walmart is not a bookseller right like i i can't i can't tell you the last time i stepped foot in a walmart but like i remember they're Mm -hmm. like they don't have a clear book section right not really like tons even. of books no it's no. like recipe books or like kid books exactly like, it's just random conglomeration of books exactly and then it would it would always have the like big ticket ones like i, I remember like harry potter would be sold there right like twilight out. and stuff like that right but like i don't consider them to be booksellers mm-hmm. so like but they're not trying to destroy the book stores and i hear that right but Part of me is also like, is this Bloomsbury backing into mm-hmm. an excuse? I, but I, I'm not trying to assume the worst, I but know. there's part of me that's like, mm. I, yeah, mm. I get it. But I, I have mixed feelings about both sides, but like, I felt like it needed to be addressed because yeah. I did not realize that that was I a thing. I appreciate that perspective. Right. So I just needed to additionally bring this up, but yes, go check out the CC3 cover gush. It was fun. <laughs> it was. Very true. Um, okay. I think those are my like announcements. Yeah. Big things. But um, I am actually reading a new book, which Ooh. so excited about. It's called um, Assistant to the Villain. Oh my God. I'm so excited for this one. It's by um, Hannah Nicole Mirror. I might be saying her name wrong. Um, it comes out August 29th, um, but it's like the like catchy, like what caught my eye. It says the office meets once upon a time. And I was like, I'm sold. Amazing. I want it. I don't even care what it's about. I want it. Like, The Office is my show. I love it so much. And then who love who doesn't love a fairy tale? Yeah. Like, I'm here for it. Done. Um, but so. I'm like, I think like 20%, according to my Kindle, like through this book. And I 
love it. It is like so fun and cutesy and like oh. it's perfect. I I'm so happy about this book. I'm so excited. So I highly recommend it as of right now. But yeah, yeah I'm just I'm I'm loving the vibe of this book. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm so excited to read that one. I've recently dug back into um, the sequel to Caven's Forbidden Fate, The Endless Escape. Oh, I still haven't so, read that. It's yeah, on I'm about list. halfway through it. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Mm-hmm. I'm, it's not as gripping at this point as mm-hmm. the first one was okay. because the two main people have been separated this oh. entire book up to this point. And Rude. I'm like, like it's, it's about them getting finding each other again right but i'm i'm flashing back to um the last like from blood and ash book like mm-hmm. before the castile pov yeah where like for half the book they weren't together right. and i was like pissed about it so it's like i'm like oh, this isn't my favorite right come back together i read it because you're together i don't read it because <laughs> you're separated trying to find each other like come on people so I'm literally like, it says I'm 48% through and yeah. they still have not ah. come back together. And so it's been a bit of a slow read, but I've started digging uh, back into that. Mm-hmm. Um, so more to come when I finally muscle my way through. Yes. Um, but the, the characters are fun. Yeah. And the, it, it's cool dialogue. And I hear it has like a really epic ending. So Ooh, we like, love that. I got to keep going. I got to get to it and like yeah. hear what that ending is going to be. Mm hmm. Let's see. Any other books on your mind? I think the countdown now is like 150 days, 180 days or something to CC3. So that book's on my mind. 180 are two very different numbers. I know. It's like one month extra. (laughs) It's like a whole extra month. Somebody had posted something and I was like, are people really actually counting down? But then like I was scrolling and I was like, yeah, people are counting down. Like I remember seeing like the 200 days post and then like, I don't know what we're at, 150, 180, something like that. But like. Mm-hmm. CC3 is on my mind. It's heavily yeah. on my mind. Okay, so Google, mm-hmm. thank you Google, 155 days. Yeah, so I was basically close. You were basically there. That yeah. was practically one of the numbers you said. No, practically. <laughs> <laughs> so, so close. I know. Um, my my girlfriend is getting married the weekend before, <sighs> and so she's not posting like exact day counts, mm-hmm. but whenever she does any kind of like wedding countdown post mm-hmm. i'm like plus three more days yes. and then that's <laughs> and then that's cc3 <laughs> so she just posted this other the other day um something about like being under six months and mm-hmm. all of that stuff and i was like oh, that means cc3 is under six months away yes <laughs> so thanks to her for helping keep me updated on that mm-hmm also, we wanted to thank you guys for um, supporting our Etsy store launch. Oh, yes. Last week. Mm-hmm. Um, we're super excited for you guys to to get that and mm-hmm. see that. So when they arrive, will you send us photos on Instagram so we can see them live and out in the world? Yes. And in case you missed last week's episode, we created these like super cool acrylic wall art pieces that are tropes. So they have cute yeah. like little backgrounds and then it's got the trope written on them. Um, so if you haven't checked it out, please do. We love them. We're super proud of them. So yes. Mm-hmm. So very excited. And then there's also just like other fun stuff and digital downloads and all that good stuff. Yes. Um, on our uh, Etsy store. Yeah. So check it out. Mm-hmm. And I think with that, yeah. let's get started. Let's dive in. Um, what was the title again? Uh, the title this week. Uh, for chapters 53 through 56 is yes I do please more (laughs) (laughs) I died that was like the best line I died I was loving it so much yeah the fact that she literally made it all one word I was like yeah this makes it (laughs) this truly makes it so good it's amazing all right chapter 53 Mm -hmm. uh Ethan strikes a deal with Hypaxia Bryce and Hunt make up in the archives and Rune has a less than pleasant convo with Day. Yes. Sad. I know. What'd you notice? Uh, Bryce and Hunt make up with great sexy time. Um, but dang, Rune's thoughts about himself made me so freaking sad. You deserve better. You are better, Rune. Be I nice think so yourself. much of you. Be nice to yourself. I know. Um, okay. So chapter starts out with Ethan basically being told he's been signed up to... Be Hypaxia's be guard. Be Hypaxia's guard. Mm-hmm. And he seems, like, into it. Yeah. Um, um, 
And then he like realizes, like he's like connecting these dots and he's like, wait, so like you're a necromancer. Mm-hmm. You can talk to the dead. Yeah. Can you help me talk to my brother? Right. And Rune kind of like backs him up and like explains the situation mm-hmm. and like lets him know that it's like, we'd really appreciate your help here. Mm-hmm. And Ethan, like to your point, contrasting like later in this chapter, like Ethan thinks so highly of Rune. Yeah. says so like he'd spent most of um, his life thinking that Rune was a dick, mostly thanks to Bryce and Danica constantly dissing him. But this guy had let him into his house, trusted him with his secrets and now seemed intent on helping him. He wondered if the Fae knew how lucky they were. I know. It's Rune is the best. Rune, Rune can like get into people's minds. Like why can't, like I wish <sighs> he could like hear he, other people's thoughts about you know? him. I know. Um, but the, when they're talking about Connor, Rune's kind of like, "How much do I reveal?" Like about the, yeah. th- like, the second light, like and everything that's going on. And like he makes a comment, and Hypaxia is like, "Oh, the second light, like she knows." Yeah. So it's interesting that she knows. First off, I mean she's a queen, so it's like, do do all, do all the, the heads of houses? They must all know. They have to. Um. But yeah, so I just thought it was interesting that she knew because I feel like that confirms our suspicions. Yeah. Um. So she agrees to help Ethan. She says that the ritual she can perform would need to be on like the autumnal equinox. Mm-hmm. So like they can't do it like tomorrow. Yeah. But she says that, you know, that she's sorry. She's sorry for his loss, that she'll help. And that um, she's also sorry that she learned or that they learned the truth. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, how do you know the truth? And she says the dead have little reason to lie. And it's like, oh, yeah, that all makes a lot of sense. A lot of sense. Mm-hmm. She doesn't make it clear like the heads of house all know. But right. like the dead definitely do. The def- yeah, the dead do. And mm-hmm. the dead share. Right. They also agree that the dragon is going to join just because Mm -hmm. giving that dragon like a clear job makes it less bad that they commandeered Right. It's like the most legit official business you could think of to give a dragon. So So. she's going to join. And we're a few weeks away from the equinox, but he is, you know, really like Ethan is really grateful and seems like up for the challenge of looking after Hypaxia. Yeah. So that's nice. Mm hmm. Um, okay, so then we pivot to the archives. Yes. And I think it's so funny that Bryce, like, waited until the very last second to leave. Yes, she was working as late as possible to avoid Hunt. Yes. Um, but when she leaves, she, like, goes outside, and who is standing there? Hunt. Of course. He's waiting for her, and he's wearing his hat, which I was, she's just like, <laughs> damn, that hat. Like, <laughs> love it. Um, but she, I mean, she was obviously avoiding him, but he, like, he didn't realize that she was going to be like in there until the building closed because he's like i wanted to go do some research but i was waiting on you um and he's like now like you're gonna need to sweet talk your way in back there right um but come to find out she has access to the building at all hours because she works there which i was like that seems pretty obvious bryce but it's fine well i'm i think she was trying to be difficult at first like i think she always knew that yeah um, okay, so they go in, and he kind of catches her up about all, like, the demon stuff. And she's mm-hmm. like, ah, like, what is happening right. with hell? But he basically, like, his point of going there is he knows, like, or he's under the assumption that these demons are here for Bryce. Yeah. But he can't tell Celestina that because then the, right. he would have to reveal everything that's, like, happened so far. Right. So his goal is to go there and see if he can figure out a way to, like, use information that he's researching to prove why these creatures are here without having to involve Bryce in any of it. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I mean, it's not a bad idea. Are you going to find anything? I don't know. Yeah. We'll have to see. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Okay. I know you mentioned this earlier about how he's not being totally honest with Celestina, Mm -hmm. but it's interesting. Like he feels like kind of bad about it, Mm -hmm. but then with what happened with the harpy, he's like, I still like, just don't know for sure. Right. I can trust her. Mm -hmm. And so he's clearly like, we know been burned before and he's hesitant. Right. For sure. For those reasons. Mm -hmm. Um, okay. Let's see what else. I mean, basically Hunt thinks that if hell is amassing these armies, then the demons must be like the vanguard coming to test the defenses around Nina, which like makes me worry because I'm like, hell is supposed to be like they they want to help bryce like yeah that's why it's confusing i can't figure out what like why like why all this is happening yeah so i'm still 
still confused but like while they're chit-chatting bray starts flirting with hunt and like right. she's just totally distracting she's playing footsie and he's like for the love of god stop i'm like i'm trying to talk to you <laughs> um but he wants to go off camera so like they start wandering over to the <laughs> shelves mm-hmm. well i just like he says you drive me fucking crazy you know that and she goes and you're a domineering alpha hole you know that and he goes i'm not domineering she goes but you'll admit you're an alpha hole and so like they're going back and forth and he just like leans in close and says you want to fuck it out then? And I was like, okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, sure. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I like that he's telling her that like, he understands why she didn't tell him. Right. But he was upset that like, she didn't trust him, which, right. you know, like he had thought it they were sense. a team and it rattled him. And it's like, that is understandable, Hunt. Like, I get yep. it. Um, and, you know, Bryce responds, we are a team, but I wasn't sure if you'd agree with me that an ordinary human boy was worth the risk. Um, and like, when she sees his face, like she can tell that like that really hurt him. Yeah. Um, which like, I agree. But he says like, of course I would have thought that a human was worth the risk. And Bryce like actually apologizes to him, which, which is nice. Yes. It's nice. Like, this is good. This is how conversations are supposed to be had. Yes. We're mature. We're apologizing. <laughs> All good things. But also it's like, it's so funny to me. Cause it's like the concept of the excuse of why you didn't tell your significant other something mm-hmm. is because you didn't think they would agree. It's like that. That's not how that works. Right. <laughs> you can't, you can't just keep secrets like that. Because Big you secrets. You don't think they'll agree. Right. You talk it out. You figure like, it out. That's not healthy. No. <laughs> so they're still learning. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Yeah. They're only what, like four months in or something. Yeah. So we also, we get a little bit more insight into, um, the planning mm-hmm. behind Emil and kind of what's going on there. So she says that, you know, she picked it because it was the, like the safest and best place she could think of. Um, you know, he'll be protected there, hidden. Like, obviously, like Randall is what did an incredible job, mm-hmm. you know, helping take care of her. And apparently, like, the sun priest there owes Randall a favor. And so that's how they got like the papers. Mm-hmm. And like, they're crazy about him. Right. And like, so excited. And it's so sweet. But Hunt's just like, how did you manage to, like, plan all of this? Right. And apparently, the postcards. I know. I was like, are you kidding me? That's freaking brilliant, Bryce. It is. And apparently, there was, like, a secret code that, like, Randall taught her in case of emergencies. And Mm -hmm. I'm just like, y'all are hilarious. I know. I love it. I love it so much. Like, snail mail. They were literally, she's like, this is why it took so long. Because we had to actually wait for the freaking (laughs) post office. And, like, we all know how that goes. Good Lord. Oh my goodness. Anyway, made me laugh. Yeah. Um But so Hun says, um, I love you. You're crazy and shady as all hell, but I love you. I know. <laughs> Good comment. But now he wants to show her how sorry he is and how much he loves her. And we get sexy time in a library, which like we just love. Love it. Love, love, love. Yes. Um, and it's phenomenal. And Bryce is, like, she is losing it. And Hunt's, like, low-key teasing her. Yes. And, like, asking her questions. And he's, like, it, it, it's just, it's so funny. Her words are just slurring together. And, you know, he's, like, you know, I love you. I'm done like this. Utterly at my mercy. And it's, like, yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just cracking up. Yes. Um, And she does, like, what our title is named after. Yes, I do, please more. She's, like, slurring that. And it's, like, <laughs> yes. Yes, Bryce. Okay, so now sexy time was delightful. Yes, there was no teleporting. No. But. <laughs> so clearly it's not just sex that she needs to teleport. It has to be power. Oh, alas. I know, rude, right? Um, but so now we pivot to Rune. He mm-hmm. was sleeping and is awoken up by day. She's come to visit him and she has information for him to pass along. Yes. She says, I have it on good authority that Pippa Spetsos is planning something big in retaliation for losing so much ammunition and the Imperial Imperial mech suit prototype. Ophion is fully behind her. They believe the unit that sabotaged the shipment has gone rogue and appointed Spetsos to send a clear message to both those rebels and the Empire. And I'm like, oh, she's talking about them. Yeah. So Pippa's coming after them mm-hmm. holy shit not good no so it's like not only are they gonna have to like dodge the hind mm-hmm. now they're gonna have to dodge pippa right there's no safe place no it's not good no and like everybody knows who they are 
Like that's the problem too. Yeah. There's no hiding it. Like no. Pippa no well, I mean granted, Pippa knows the hind knows. Yeah. Everybody knows. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, we're pretty much screwed. Yeah. Um but Day says that like she has a plan and the Asteri don't know about her plan. Um, but she knows like she won't tell him how she's gotten this information. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how'd you get this information? I just yeah. want to know. I just want to know. Like, what? How'd you figure out this plan? Um, so then things between them get kind of weird. Like, she's kind of making it sound like them having gotten to know each other mm-hmm. was like a mistake. Yeah. Um, and he's just like, 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 why? Like, I like talking to you. I feel like I can be real with you. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, they're like. And they just start fighting almost where he, he feels like she's patronizing him and, and she clearly thinks he's almost like playing spy mm-hmm. and isn't like actually a spy and knows right. nothing. And I'm just like, we like very quickly spiraled and do some right. kind of argument. And what happened? I don't know. Like, it's really bizarre to me. He makes this comment like that about like that he could wind up dead and he's like, so um and she's just like asking like how could you respond to that so cavalierly and he's like you know i'm nobody and he's thinking to himself and this was just like broke my heart he's Mm. thinking he's like it was the truth everything he was the worth by which the world would find him it had all been given to him by pure luck of being born into the right family if he'd done anything of value it had been through the ox but as a prince he'd been running his entire life from that title knew it to be utterly hollow and Bryce had kept her power secret, so he might hold on to that scrap of specialness. Rune turned away from Day, disgusted with himself. And Bryce loved him far more than she had hated their father, had given up privilege and power for him. What had he ever done for anyone on that scale? He'd die for his friends, this city, yeah. But who the fuck was he deep down? Not a king. His father wasn't a fucking king either. Not in the way that mattered. I'm like, oh my gosh. Rune, like, and eventually he calls himself the prince of nothing. Yeah, he like leaves and just like wakes himself up. Like he's over the conversation. He's just like, like, oh, I'm like, Rune, poor guy. Why do you think so little of yourself? I know you're amazing. Stop it. Stop it. So that was a sad chapter ending. Every time, I know positives and negatives. It's never just a happy, sexy time. Nope. All right. Chapter 54, uh, Bryce chats with her mother, mm-hmm. her father, and then Hypexia. Mm-hmm. Lots of combos. Lots of combos. What did you notice? I said, OMFG, the Autumn King. The Autumn King. This conversation blew my mind. Yeah. I was like, we're probably going to read the whole thing because it was nutso. It was nutso. Yeah. Um, okay. So Bryce gives her mom a call mm-hmm. and is checking in on Cooper, a.k.a. Emil. Yep. Um, and he's doing really well and they seem to really like him and I it's know. just precious. Well, it's like, it's so sad because they had tried to have kids like Randall <laughs> and Ember and they never could. So like, this is their shot at having a kid. That's like theirs. Right. And he seems to like be thriving. Like he, he was just a child with all that happened. Yeah. Like. He's only he, like 15. He should have a family still. I know. And so it's just like the sweetest thing that he has one i know makes me so happy adore him i know i know all the feels Mm -hmm. they're like finishing their conversation when all of a sudden bryce feels like this ripple of fire through the Mm. building um and all of a sudden in walks the autumn king Mm -hmm. and i think it's so funny she like doesn't even look up and she says trash gets dumped in the back and i just died mm-hmm. and he goes i see your irreverence has not been altered by your new immortality <laughs> yes like well mm-hmm. still don't like you dude yes so her so her father's there right mm-hmm. and he's he's found out yes that her and hunt mm-hmm. have like consummated their matedness <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, why have you mated with Athalar when you are betrothed to a fae prince? Mm-hmm. Part of me is like, as a fae, I feel like you would. Doesn't the mate come first? Just, yeah. Like. Like if you're mated, like, of course you're going to mate. Right. Um, And so, you know, she's like, because he's my mate. And he goes, I didn't know half breeds could have such things. She's like classy. And it's like, yeah like nice right autumn king 
But then he says, did you not consider that I arranged for your union with Cormac out of your best interest, your best interests, the interests of your offspring? And he's like, like, I just don't understand. Mm -hmm. And then she says, you mean your best interests? As if I'd ever let you within a hundred miles of any child of mine. And he says, Cormac is powerful. His household strong. I want you in a Valen because it is a safe hold. Even the Asteri cannot pierce its mists without permission. So old is the magic that guards it. And she just says, you're full of shit. But I'm like, was he trying to protect Bryce? her? He's got, this guy is so smart. He's got way bigger plans. Like, like what? How? Like, what? What? And so she said that he was full of shit. And he goes, am I? Did you not kill an archangel this spring? Are you not at the mercy of the Asteri? Are demons not once more creeping through the northern rift in greater numbers than ever before? And she says, like, you give a single fuck about my safety. And he goes, I am your father, whether you like it or not. And she says, you didn't seem to care about that until I surpassed you in power. And he says, things changed. I found watching Micah harm you to be unsavory and like while that was a very diplomatic way of saying that i'm Mm -hmm. like it bothered him yeah he cares well i mean i remember him at the summit like he was freaking out yeah like Like, quietly but he was like bugging out right so So, is he trying is this him trying isn't his shitty messed up way right is he trying it seems like it it seemed very intentional yeah it's so confusing Mm mm-hmm and then, um, so she says, must have really bothered you since you seem to have no issue with harming others yourself. And he's like, explain. And she references like the other starborn prince and how, you know, he killed him because he was special and not you and, and everyone knows it. And he goes, is that what you think that I killed my rival for spite? And she says nothing. And he says, is that what prompted you to hide your gifts all these years? Concerned that I do the same to you? And she says, no. Even though it's partly true. And he says, Ember fed you too many lies born of her irrational fears. Why did you kill your rival? What happened? Well, what? I, I, well, and because he, he like throws his head back and laughs when she says that. Yep. So I'm like, did you not kill your rival? Like what? What? What happened? What's going on? Tell us more. Um, and then, you know, Bryce makes a comment about like, what about the scar on her face? Was that a lie too? And an irrational fear. And he goes, I've already told you that I regret that more than, you know, and that I loved Ember deeply. And he, she says, I don't think you know what that word means. And he says, at least I understand what it means to use my household name. (laughs) And apparently princess Bryce Dannon is the name that she's been using to kind of get what she wants, like with the ballet. Mm-hmm. And so she has, quote, purchased influence with his name, the royal name. He says, you bought it and there are no returns, I'm afraid. And so now she has to officially be Bryce Dannon. There's like legal paperwork changing her name. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Crazy. <sighs> I like, I cannot even... Mm-hmm. But like, privilege has its consequences. I know it's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's like, just like floored, and mm-hmm. he's like, "You are officially a princess of the Fey, and I expect you to act as such." And so she's really effed it up, mm-hmm. um, and she's not quite sure how she's gonna get out of it at this point. Yeah. Oh, he sees on her desk. Oh yeah, the numbers from or the things that were like etched on Sophie's arm. Right. And he recognizes it. He goes, what is that number there? And it's almost like recognition flickers in his eyes. And she says, you know it. Mm -hmm. And then he just looks at her and he says, I will admit to turning a blind eye to the recklessness of your brother. But I would think, princess, that you would be more careful. It's like, what does that mean? No idea. Like, what does that have to do with the numbers? Do you know what it is? Because he references like the Asteri won't come like kill her kill him first or even like anybody else they're gonna go to nadaros like they're gonna yeah. kill the people that matter most to her so it's yeah. like what does the asteria have to do with these numbers right what do the numbers even mean i don't know ah. if you know why aren't you telling me yep and he says i know what it is you're searching for i've been seeking it for a long long time 
And she says, oh, and what's that? And he says, the truth. The frick is he talking about? I don't know. Oh, my God. The freaking Autumn King man. Just an insane conversation. Yes. Um. Okay. So Bryce is a princess. Mm-hmm. And princesses need allies. Yes. So she gives someone a call. Mm-hmm. And she catches up with Hypaxia. Well, before she does that, she goes to her dance class where everybody oh, yeah. shuns her because yep. she screwed over June. Yeah. So she ditches out early and she's like, I just need girl time. Mm. So but that's she can't when... call June. Nope. Or Fury. Nope. Or so. Ember. So who's left? Hypaxia. Yeah. Who she really doesn't know at all, but that's fine. <laughs> Princess and a queen, you know? Yeah. They can be friends. Mm-hmm. So they meet up at a local spot to grab some food. Yep. Ethan is with them and the dragon is supposedly like on top of the building yeah. watching. And I feel like they become like very fast friends. Like they get a yes. seem to get along very well. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. And so Hypaxia is very happy mm-hmm. with Ethan thus far. Yes. She said that he's very professional. So I'm proud of Ethan. Because mm-hmm. in my head, I, I picture him as a youngin sometimes. And yeah. I'm like, look at you doing your job. I know. Good job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no, Bryce thanks her for what she did for Hunt last year. Um, And, you know, Hypaxia congratulates her on like her mating with hunt so like clearly she smells it too so like everybody's smelling this yep Mm -hmm. um and so bryce kind of takes this opportunity to let tell her a little bit about her current situation with mm -hmm. the name change and being forced to be a princess and like all those things Uh and um while while you know hypaxia doesn't give her like an answer in this moment Mm -hmm. she does encourage her saying that she thinks that you know there's a way to manage this and manage her father so Mm -hmm. well and it's funny figure it out i I think so but it's funny because hypaxia is like oh well you know i guess that's going to be exciting like for hunt now too and she's like what like (laughs) oh my gosh hunt's going to be a prince like she's like dying freaking out about thinking just like how hunt's gonna react to all of this it's gonna be hilarious absolutely so it's gonna yeah hunt's gonna lose his mind basically Mm -hmm. um so they decide to go for a little walk because they don't want to like be stuck there yeah um and she's asking hypaxia kind of about like dating life basically Mm -hmm. hypaxia is was seeing somebody yeah which is crazy um like who well, whoever it was, they broke it off. They didn't want to continue, like, being together anymore. And I don't know yeah. if it's because, like, she's engaged to Rune or whatever. But right. it seems like Hypaxia is, like, upset about it. Poor Hypaxia. I know. But, like, Bryce is trying to sell Rune as, like, this great guy. Like, Which what? is true. It is true. Everybody's talking so great about Rune. He's just Except Rune. <laughs> except Rune. I know. Isn't that how it goes sometimes? I know. I know. Um, okay, so let's see. So Bryce has kind of like been asking about like what's going on with the witches and just getting a little bit more like information there. Mm-hmm. Um, and at one point she asks about like the tutors and she's like, wait, did your mom like summon those tutors from like the bone quarter? Like mm-hmm. how did they come to be? And she says such things did not exist when my tutors walked the earth. And she goes, your tutors predate the Asteria's arrival? She says, yes, they were already long dead before the Northern Rift opened. And I'm just like, well, what what do they know right. about before? Mm-hmm. And then by proxy, what does Hypaxia know? Mm-hmm. Um, so she says, like, the dead speak to me of their horrors. And when my mother died, I had to do some things that, let's say, my mother's coven was not happy that I found a way for my mother to avoid going to an eternal resting place. So apparently she has been flexing some of her necromancer powers too. And her mm-hmm. mother managed to avoid the bone quarter. Right. But like, and she's resting somewhere in peace in theory, wherever that is. But mm-hmm. so Hypaxia's story is like so much more complex and mm-hmm. interesting. Yes. Than I think I first had anticipated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's like Bryce is asking. She's like, well, if you knew about this and your mom knew about, like, all of this, like, why are you not saying anything? Why did your mom not say anything? And it's like, mm-hmm. because the Asteria would literally slaughter all of us. Like, yeah. not just me, not my family, the whole coven. Like, they would kill all of us for revealing this information. Right. Also, like, do you really think people would believe? And I'm like, oh, it does sound, like, kind of crazy. It does. So, I don't know. So, it's like, I get why she would keep it a secret. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and so they're just like, they're having girl talk. And she says, this is the most depressing girl talk I've ever had. Mm-hmm. But like, they're having this girl talk. So it, it's sweet. We love new friendships. Yes. Um, but then out of nowhere, a monster arrives. Uh, yeah. It just like this massive, like scale, like gray beast thing leaps over the railing and it closes its jaws around Ethan's throat. I was like, excuse me? No. No, 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 no. Ethan is not dying. Him alone. No. Yes. Chapter okay. 55. <laughs> Chapter 55. Okay. Um, Death Stalkers attack Bryce, Ethan, and Hypaxia. Um, they are okay in the end, but left with the question of why. Yeah, Death Stalkers? Like, oh my gosh. Thank Yikes. God for Hypaxia because she's the battery or she's the the amplifier yes. to the battery. Let's like, go. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it, the start of this chapter, like, it says that the beast, the demon, ripped out Ethan's throat. I was like, oh, my God. He's dead. He's dead. I, I don't know. Just under- like, we just casually killed Ethan. I know. I was freaking out. I was like, how do you kill Ethan? You can't In such a casual Ethan. way. Right. He's better than that. He's more yeah. important than that. He is. He deserves more. He does. Well, thankfully, I mean, he survives this chapter. This is true. But, but- like... In the moment, I was like, the freak. I'm like, how does he survive his throat getting ripped out also? just Hypatia's amazing healing magic. I know. I mean, even still, crazy. Yeah. Um. So, you know, Bryce doesn't have any weapons on her, right. apparently. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, okay, we got to, like, we got to fix this. And she's trying to game plan it. And mm-hmm. they're being surrounded. And she's just like, charge me. Right. Throw your healing power at me. Charge me. Yeah. And Hypatia's like, ah, okay. She's like, that doesn't really sound like it's going to work. But okay, whatever you say. <laughs> yeah. So she, so she agrees. Charges up Bryce and yep. Bryce just like teleports to where Ethan is because Ethan has a gun. Yep. So clearly she needs power to teleport. So that yep. has been officially confirmed. Yes. Um, and she shoots one of these death stalkers right in the yep. head, kills it. She goes for the second one, misses. And so Hypaxia, like during all of this, she mm-hmm. like uses her cute little witch brooch, which is a broom. <laughs> and she just like zooms off. I was like, is she really leaving her? But then she doesn't. She just like yes. hovers above, which is smart. Part of me was like, is she going to go get help? Right. But she hovers above and she's like giving Bryce direction. She's like, move back 10 feet, like move back 10 feet. And like Bryce is slowly running out of power with these like every like teleportation that she does. But yep. she gets to exactly where Hypaxia tells her to go. And Hypaxia just like drops from the sky onto this beast and stabs it and kills it with a knife. Badass. So badass. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, so they do that and they very quickly though have to pivot to Ethan mm-hmm. who is still like barely alive. Right. And Hypaxia gets to work trying to heal him and protect him. Um, and so, you know, she leans in mm-hmm. and Isaiah arrives, Hunt arrives, everyone gets there right after mm-hmm. the beasts are killed. Of course. Um, but Bryce lets them know like it, it was like the death stalkers. Mm-hmm. Um, and and they're like super concerned that yeah. it's like well why did they go after her? Mm-hmm. Um, and you know I think it's Hun had a good like response. He's basically yeah. saying that like they were trying to settle a score with Bryce from last spring. Yes, which like that's a good safe answer. I feel like it's like understandable. Yes. It doesn't like go too deep into anything. Yes, because they're in front of Isaiah and a whole bunch of crowds, mm-hmm. so like they can't be like totally right honest about everything right um so this this last bit it says bryce couldn't argue with that um about him being like transported to the witch's embassy mm-hmm. she says but there was no one to call for ethan no family no friends no pact no one except and then she dials a rune mm-hmm. i'm like oh he has people who cares about him too yes it's just new mm-hmm. very new for for him um, yeah, so Hypaxia saved his life. Thank goodness. Um, and they're trying to, like, figure out where the dragon went during all this. Yeah, just disappeared. She just literally, as soon as she went up to the roof, like, at the pizza place, she just took off. Gone. Like, that would have been so helpful to right. have her dragon fire. Right. And it's like, they can track her on camera, but, like, that's it. Like, Well, no she more. disappears. Like, right. They, like, it as doesn't work very she, long. No, as soon as she leaves the roof, they don't know what happened to her. So, yeah. which, like, I don't blame her for, like, wanting to escape. 
because she can't trust these people. Like she's I been know. trapped in a ring for like. Yeah, but they like set her free. I like, give them a minute. I know. That's They're what trying. I say, but like I can see she like she doesn't want to be a slave. But I'm like, you're also being tracked apparently from your tattoo, so it's like, what was the yeah. point of leaving? I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. I'm sure. Yeah. Um. So they're trying to figure out like, well, you know, now that they're behind closed doors, what was the real reason? Right. Behind this, mm-hmm. and you know, they're like, what if they're trying to kill you? Mm-hmm. Like they could have the cover story of hypoxia. Mm-hmm. Um. But the reality could be you. Mm-hmm. So who knows? Is, yeah. Did the coven send it? Did the princes of hell send it? Mm-hmm. Could be anybody. Like Hypaxi could have been the target. Brax, Bryce could have been the target. We don't know. Yep. But either way, Rune wants protection duty around them. Yeah. 24-7. Yeah. Understandably so. Gotta protect the princess. Yeah. <laughs> because they got lucky. Like, for sure. They did. Um, but because they're talking about this, mm-hmm. Bryce is like, you know, debating and he's just like, you know, you're a princess. Like you have to mm-hmm. be looked after now. Yeah. And then Rune starts laughing. Mm-hmm. And Hun's like, What? And he goes, You know who I was talking to before I got your call? My father, your father in law, because mating is basically marriage. And he says, Excuse me, and Rune says, He told me the wonderful news. You must be so happy. And Bryce is like, oh my gosh, wait, no, it's not official. And this is how they break the news that Hunt is a prince. Mm-hmm. Cracks me up. It's ridiculous. Hunt says, I'm sorry, but what the fuck? And he says, <laughs> she says, you're now officially a princess. And she says, surprise. <laughs> I love how that's revealed, though. Yeah. Honestly, like it cracks me up that Rune's the one that gets to tell him. Yeah, it's like he's just like they're just talking. And then all of a sudden Rune has this revelation of like, wait, hold on a second. Ha 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 ha. It makes me feel like Rune and Hunt mm-hmm. are like true brothers. Like that was like a brother-in-law type relationship there. For Very much so. So anywho. Yeah. All right. Chapter 56. Mm-hmm. I didn't summarize it because well, apparently I was done. That's fine. Um, <laughs> I said, okay, Pax and Therian, I freaking love it. Yes. I am so here for this yes. friendship. I love it so much. Let's go. I love that he calls her Pax. I think it's so cute. It's really cute. I love a good nickname. Okay. Um, okay, so Ethan is alive. Yes. He's awake. Goodness. Yeah. I'm so excited. I know. It's good. So he wakes up in the witch embassy and Hypaxia is there and she's there to greet him and she tells him like everything that happened and, you know, the dragon flew away, the, the camera situation. Like they don't know where she is. Mm-hmm. Um, but he like he definitely just wants to change the subject because he feels like the biggest loser ever, which like makes Poor me so guy. sad for him. I know. Um, so he brings back up Connor and tells her slash kind of asks her if she can do for Connor what she did for her mother because he yeah. overheard Bryce and her talking when they were outside. That's a good idea. It is. Sure. So maybe that'll make him finally feel better about like Connor and everything. Yeah. Um. Real quick about the dragon. Mm-hmm. I thought. What Hypaxia said was interesting. She said that she's a dragon, a creature of earth and sky, fire and wind. She should never have been contained or enslaved. I hope she stays free for the rest of her immortal life. And I just thought that was really beautiful. And then it reminded me of like what she did for Hunt. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I wonder if she considered Hunt to be a creature of the earth and sky and shouldn't be contained. And I'm just like, I just love her and I love her perspective and like getting to connect these dots with her. I wonder if she freed the dragon. Total theory right now. Hmm. Cause like she got rid of Hunt's slave tattoo. Yeah. Like did she get help get rid of the dragon's slave tattoo? Yeah. Like while nobody was looking like when she was just outside, like did she just remove it so Maybe. that the dragon could just go free and then they're just blaming it on, you know, she didn't want to like, stick around. Wild. Right. That could totally be. Maybe. So while Ethan and Hypaxia are talking, um, some more folks arrive, mm-hmm. Declan and Tristan. And I thought it was really sweet. Declan says to Hypaxia, when can he come home? I know. It's so sweet. Because, like, he's, like, bracing to be, like, ridiculed. Yeah. And, like, like, oh, you messed up. I can't believe they got you. Right. And he's, like, it's so sweet. He's thinking, like, home. The word rang through Ethan. He'd been their roommate for only a week and a half. When had he last had a true home? The den hadn't been one since its parents had died, but that genuine concern on Declan's face, on Flynn's, Ethan swallowed hard. I'm just like, 
stop. It's so sweet. It's so sweet. Um, and they're like just checking him, like you're like seriously feeling all right. And Ethan's like, yeah. And Declan says, good. And then like there's like a little bit of like that tightening, and he goes, he hadn't realized how much he missed it. People having his back, caring if he lived or died. The pack of devils had been that for him, yes. But his Sunball team too. He hadn't spoken to any of them since Connor's death. And then Flynn just kind of like his eyes soften as he looks at Ethan, like clearly like kind of seeing the emotion that he's going through. And Flynn says, we got you, Wolf. I love it. I love it so much. Mm -hmm. And Ethan says, why? And Flynn and Declan just go, why not? (laughs) All the feels. I know. I love it so much. So they're waiting for Hunt. And Bryce just says to him, the answer is that I'm not going to allow any sort of security detail. So she kind of, even though she doesn't have that mind reading powder, Mm -hmm. reads his mind and being like, why did you think I was, I wasn't even thinking about that. And she's Mm -hmm. like, no, I can read you. Mm -hmm. I know exactly what you're doing. Yeah. Stop it. And he's like, I'm not trying to be like overly aggressive or protective, but like, this is some serious ass shit. Like I need, you're an official princess. Mm -hmm. I need to make sure you're taken care of. Right. So like, I get it. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, and he winds up telling her that like he's glad that he gets to share the crown with her. Um, so sweet. I know. He's the best. Um, but he asks, he's like, wasn't this what you wanted to avoid? Um, she says that it was, and he asks if she's gonna do something about it, and she says, Maybe. Um, and he says, like, tread carefully. There are so many laws and rules and shit that you don't know about. I can fill you in, but this is a whole new level of the game. You have to be on alert. And it's like I like that he's being proactive and telling her, like, yeah. you can try, but like there's so much more to this than like trying to just like finagle your way in. It's not just like as right. easy as all this other stuff that you've been doing. Right. There's like a lot of laws. So I just appreciate his candor. I agree. Mm-hmm. And her response is if dear old dad wants a princess, then he'll get one. And I'm just like, Oh no. Oh boy. What? What are you what, doing? What are mm-hmm. you doing? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. And then Hypaxia and Therian are yes. walking together and they're buddies. Mm-hmm. And it's sweet. And we learn about what the tallies meant. Oh my gosh. I was dying. It's so funny. It was how many times Rune was like swooning over her, basically. Just gawking. Hilarious. I, w- I was like, really? I love this so much. Yeah. Uh, uh, what else did you notice about their conversation? Um, so we find out that they met during the summit um, when they were both trying to like sneak away from people. Um, and they just instantly stuck up a friendship. Yeah. And they just like, he like, he's so protective over her and mm-hmm. just like genuinely cares about her. And I just love I love that he has her back. Yeah. And he's like, you know, you could have called me like with all the stuff about the coven. And she's like, what could you have done? It's like, he's like, it doesn't matter. Like I would have just been there for you, you know? Mm, That's sweet. I just love that. Um, but she, she, you know, she's claiming that her coven, like they feigned outrage over the attacks, of course, but she doesn't seem convinced that that's true. So like maybe they were behind it. Mm -hmm. Um, but Darian goes to leave and like the witches are there to see her. So he heads out. And he winds up at Rune's house. Yes, he says, got space for one more roommate. And it's a party over there. I love it. I'm so excited for them. I know. It's going to be fun. Yes. Um, so next week, we're the new chapters 57 through 61. Um, let us know what y'all think. And we'll talk next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to A Court of Fairies and Fangirls, a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe, and let us know what you think. Check out our Patreon for more ways to support and connect with us for as low as $1 a month. You can also find us on Instagram at, at @fairiesandfangirls. Jump in on the conversation, and we look forward to chatting with you more next week. Bye. Bye.